Well, guys, uh, as an intro to this episode, we've got a special treat. Everyone's here. Say hi, everybody. Hi, hi everybody. Hi. <laughs> I hate all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate you, too. R- that's true, yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of the theme for the podcast is hate each other. We're really. like we're like one of those teams that are one of those bands that as soon as we're done, everyone goes to separate rooms and just can't stand to be around each other. <laughs> we're the police in their last recording. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's what we did in the play test. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I, I want to take a quick second to talk about like the metagame a little, but mostly player versus character knowledge. Uh, and we saw a little bit of that recently uh, because I know and the other members of this podcast know that uh, Haytham has a sickle that shoots fireballs. Mm-hmm. Our characters don't. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. What? No, you know, you do. No, no. Our characters don't, though. That's fine. It's fine. So I'm just curious what your thought was when you went first in initiative and there was a bunch of baddies holding hands in perfect fireball range. What was the, what was the thought there when you didn't fucking shoot it? Uh, when they were chanting, uh, please don't fireball me, that would be the total worst. I respected their wishes. <laughs> I, I, do you remember that, Gavin? I don't remember I, that. I do it's not remember that. It, it happened. Sound familiar. Did that, did Check that get, the tape. Did that get edited out of the part where the rest of us were there? Yeah, I forgot I could throw a fireball. Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, just, I just plain straight forgot that was an option. Then then taste it. Eat your shame. Taste it. Ta- eat that bowl. We're, we're eat gonna, it. We're going to... We're gonna get a little post-it note and put it on your microphone. It just says fireball. Here's, fireball question mark? Like, is this a good time? Yeah. Here's what I curse you with. <laughs> that you will never be first in initiative again <laughs> for the life of this character. The monkey paw curls. I put and then I never get to heal you when you need it. Cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> I'm sure it'll never come up again. I mean, Becker, you've got us covered, right? Uh you know, guys, here's a new thing. You know, I've been learning stuff about my God. Apparently, he doesn't heal people. It's weird. It's just uh, changes in, in the new edition. It's just I'm, it's I'm the deity of natural uh, yeah. healing ability. That's right. No, you can't take that. Asherian already worships that deity. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. What? He, he worships it? I mean... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the one, the one that doesn't heal. That's yeah. kind of your thing. Yeah. Heals uh, you, though, right? You consume someone, and suddenly you're going zippity-doo-dah and running around mm-hmm. the battlefield. I mean... I mean, yeah. Yeah. Do you get? Do you guys not get stronger when you commit cannibalism? No, no. I, 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 I never I, actually tried the whole cannibalism. I mean, thing. yeah, we haven't explored that. Maybe that's everybody in you, this world. Do you mean yeah. in real life, or yeah. do you mean like got the mic? Got that's the mic. up to you. <laughs> it's up to you to decide. <laughs> if one of you wants to visit us when we record, we can talk about it. That's right. We'd love, <laughs> we'd love to have you for dinner. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> On that note, let's get to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Should have about three or four minutes earlier, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com. For episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open the Adventurer's Vault. Now, if you guys remember, at the end of the last episode, you guys fought off a group of pirates and sort of saved another group of pirates. Most of them, anyway. I believe they're uh, they're a man down from where they started. I don't know what you're referring to. There are three left. Okay, that man was clearly dead before I went over to tend to him. Another one. Did he get like he's real dead, not just like bleeding on the ground? Uh, no, he's dead, dead. He no, went to dying I, floor. Oh, yeah, someone like yeah, someone was, like shanked him while he was on the well, ground. Well, that's not exactly what happened. No, uh, no. Oh, he was, he was bleeding. Right. I don't. You guys are misremembering this. What clearly what happened is that man was dead, and I went to check on him, and he was like, "Oh, there's nothing I can do." That's I what I remember. About, I, I forgot sure? about that. Yeah, that was you were busy. You guys were not paying attention. I'm sure it was. You guys care a lot about this pirate we just met. I do not give one <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like I killed him. Eh. Probably for the best. So with the heat of the battle dying down, uh, the three pirates are looking at you still warily, uh, but they are looking at you guys. Huh, who, who are you guys? So the first thing Large Alder does, looking at like the big bad we just beat down, mm-hmm. literally his giant boot goes through the guy's head. Ooh, ouch. So you, uh, you know, we're talking like... Uh, like just like you see the head in the sand, boot, mm, squish. Yeah. 
full Game of Thrones, just mm-hmm. squished nice. the head like a melon. Nice. Hatham will. Uh, wasn't there uh, one of the friendly pirates still down uh, injured? Uh, he he stands back up. They they are all oh, okay. three standing at this point in time. Once again, looking at you guys warily, and that's the one guy's like, "So where where did you guys come from? Who are you?" You know that tone that you're striking from some people that just res- against some people that just rescued you from certain death doesn't uh, is, it's not going to do you any favors. How, how about we uh, be a little nicer to each other? And for no for no reason whatsoever, they uh, they make some checks, and as you're talking to them. Uh, you know, like I said, they look warily. They're not like necessarily freaked out of the moment, but these guys do look, are looking to where one of the guys, his eyes get really wide in surprise, and uh, he points to Father Becker, points right at you and says, Oh, not again. <laughs> He's one of them. Run for it, lads. Run for it. Hang on. What? What? what do, hang he, on. We he, just killed he, some of the pirates who just attacked. He looked, he looked directly at you and your holy symbol. Ah, shoot. Okay. Wait. I'm one of who? Wait. So let's go ahead and do this in initiative. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please, hey, guys, let's not kill these guys because I need to find out what... I'd like to find out more about whatever I apparently am a part of. Oh, there it is. I couldn't remember what it was. Well, for a that's a fine, fine initiative. <sighs> I, for a second, I forgot that you go. You use perception for initiative. Yes, you do. Yeah. I just forgot where it was on the Hero Lab sheet. So who's... Uh, I My bad guys go on... Or my... Um, not necessarily bad guys. bad guys. He tipped his hand. The the raggedy pirates go on nine. Nine, huh? It's <laughs> a shame. Wow. <laughs> they rolled low. So the one time that you have a shitty initiative, it's guys we can't kill. <laughs> Typical. Uh, Brett? Uh, that would be a 22. All right. Ethan? 16. 11. All right. We have our order. Alder goes first. So have they actually started running yet? Uh, like they are in the midst of bolting. Like so, you beat them on initiative, so they haven't actually really got much movement. But the one guy says that, and they're all, all their eyes get wide, and they are getting ready to. What's sad is Giant Alder is still faster <laughs> than any of these guys. So it looks like one guy's about twenty feet away. I'm just gonna run up and try to snatch him. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, athletics check, right? I believe so. you're trying to grab him. Yeah, no. just grab him. Uh, that is a twenty-five. Uh, I believe that does it. So he is he is effectively grabbed. I mean, I'm going to snatch him like literally off the ground. I'd <laughs> be like, stop. We're not trying to kill you. Okay. Uh, Shake. Shake. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, it goes to me, Shirian, and I'm going to use my new assurance skill feat that I got. Ooh. And I'm going to go for the guy that is directly in front of me, and I'm going to try and intimidate him. Okay. I'm going to tell him, you are going to stand down. All right. So what do we need to do for that? That is going to be a 21 uh, for Intimidate. Okay. And what is that? Do you remember what that goes up against? Um, I don't remember the rules for how that should work, <laughs> but I, I would assume it'd be a will save. I think it's a Wait. will save. Are you adding your... Um, are you sure you're not adding the entire bonus? It's, it's supposed to be your, your proficiency, which should be your level. Hero Lab is usually pretty plus. good about that. My assurance with medicine is like... 18. Should be 10 plus your proficiency. So, what, so what's, what's your plus to intimidate? Plus to intimidate is 11. But what's that without the modifier from your ability score? Actually, what's the letter next to intimidation? E. Expert. Um, that's what, 8? Yeah, that would be 8. So it's an 18. 18. Okay. Because my assurance thievery oh, is also 18. High. Okay. Yeah, later levels assurance is going to be really hot. Um, right now, like it's pretty good. But like I've got a plus 11 thievery. So my assurance is an 18. So mm-hmm. I'm always going to get that plus 7. So there's a part of me that's like, you know, I think I could probably roll better. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know I can't. But there's <laughs> a little bit of like temptation there to just yeah. be like, you know what? Plus 11? Yeah, I got that. Part of the reason why I'm using assurance right now is because I don't know if I want to risk just uh, completely failing it. Well, and like the next time you can upgrade it from expert, you're at the plus 20, which, mm-hmm. you know, should be like you'd have to get have like a 30 dc to get a critical fail okay so i believe that goes against his will dc which makes that a success so he is now frightened one okay uh anything else or is that you're gonna i was just trying to get him to stand down so okay uh well i mean you succeeded so he's definitely frightened and we'll see on his turn what effect that has would that have taken one action i believe that's an action yes okay 
So I'm going to use my remaining two actions and cast command on the third guy that has not been intimidated or grabbed. Okay. I said, uh, I wasn't asking. You're going to put your weapons down. Uh, that's a saving throw? Um, yes, it should be. Against my, yep, it is a will save against my, uh, spell DC. What's my DC? It should be a 16. <laughs> and that's a nat 20, because of a nat course. 20, so, Ooh. um, so, so he's good. He's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm holding on to this sword. And I believe, now, now is that all your actions? Yep. So that goes to Hatham. Hatham. Uh, seeing the other, the other two act that way, uh, Hatham's gonna, gonna run towards the, the third gentleman and uh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry we're not here to hurt you i promise and i'm gonna try and trip him with the sickle <laughs> okay nice. it's the first time you've done this right yeah please crit kill him Ooh. i'm very glad i'm a fighter Ooh. and i always do the same thing and <laughs> yeah. it's easy to remember 12 uh, and that is against his ac oh against his ac yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's, uh, that's a no he's good he's still on his feet well, this guy does not want to go down. <laughs> You're like, command, trip. He's like, no, I'm immune to everything you have. Covering himself in oil beforehand seems like it worked out well for him. That rubbed down paid Oh, off. he's a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Father Becker. Well, my initial inclination was to try to use, excuse me, diplomacy to maybe try to get everybody to stand down. I am feeling that the modifiers might be stacked against me, given the fact that we've actually engaged them here um take well, a look. So, so far nobody's actually uh engaged in combat we're doing this in initiative uh because i think it's going to make it a whole lot nope. easier but well, nobody's been hurt right right and and i could run up and attack to subdue by the way i uh checked and to use a weapon uh to deal non-lethal damage the modifier is only a negative two that's not uh, bad negative Mm-mm. two that said, um, all right, I'll give it a shot. Um, if, if Richard, if you're thinking that it isn't, uh, you know, it doesn't seem as it isn't uh, as violent as it might look by our I'm not ruling on the out table. diplomacy at this point. Let's okay. put it this way. Okay, uh, I'll metagame there a little bit and say sure. that diplomacy is not zero chance, uh, but they're definitely not friendly to you at the moment. Okay, so here's here's what I'm going to do. Um, <clears throat> I've got my morning star in my hand, mm-hmm. and, and what I'm going to do is, uh, and who knows if you wish to give me a situational bonus to my. Uh, uh, thing I'm gonna take my morning star and say wait wait and I'll put the morning star I'll sheathe it I'll use an action to sheathe it and say we're not who you think we are we just want to talk I believe our actions have demonstrated that we don't mean you harm everybody please stand down and I'll make a diplomacy check okay give me that diplomacy check all right here it comes boys no! There you go, guys. And incidentally, that's plus 10, so that's a 30. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that, that's a nat 20 right there. Uh, Sean practically threw it across the table, but that is mm-hmm. that's a nat 20. I was prepared to give you so much shit for not rolling in the dice box. Uh, and uh, Yeah, and now yeah, it's never, gone. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. I'll mind. roll wherever I damn well please, apparently. <laughs> and I'll get 20s when I do it. That's right. I'm calling them out. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to do in your turn? That's the diplomacy was an action. The sheathing was an action. So theoretically, you have an action left. Um, no, I will just... Um, well, actually, let me look at my... No, I'm good. Throw a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> and I will attack. <laughs> I implore you to reconsider. You just like... Stab, stab. Stab him. Shank him. Prison yard style. Okay, who is next? Goes to the baddies. Is what we're calling them. <laughs> okay, so uh, Alder, the one that you have picked up is mm-hmm. going to... Go, he's going to attempt to escape, so... Don't. He's, well, he's, you know, he's, he doesn't like being picked up and held by you. But he's... I, I remind him that I have attack as opportunity. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, so he's, he's going to try. Um, I believe I oppose this with athletics. Sure. Is that I think is that how that works? I, I don't believe know. so. <laughs> sure. Why not? It's a good question. I'm pretty sure that's how that works, which would be a twenty-three. Um, I. I believe I rolled better than you, but I think you're still going to beat me. So. Uh, I got a 14. Oh, or, I mean, oh, I rolled a 14. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. That did not what it looked like from here. Uh, but no, so you you do win. He You still have him. Relax. Uh, uh, this guy here who is frightened, he's going to run. But my words of wisdom. He's bolting. Turns out scaring him just made him want to run away. Well, I mean, he is frightened, so you know he's not necessarily thinking logically. And then the one that uh, Father Becker used the diplomacy check-ins, he backs away. He, he backs over to, over to here, and uh, he looks at Father Becker. And he, he hasn't put his weapon away, but he's like, 
If, if you mean it, then all of you put your weapons down. All of you. All of you. And so then he's going to consider that a diplomacy check. But uh, we're not going to, I won't roll anything. You guys, no. you just consider yourself diplomatized. No, I'll, I got a pretty low will. That's I'm true. I'm going to continue to have my hands up like this. And I'll look meaningfully at my uh, coworker, or coworkers, coworkers, <laughs> just sitting around the office, boys, yeah. like we do. I'm going to glance around. I'm particularly looking at Oshirian and I'm silently mouthing the words, um, don't grow a giant jaw and, <laughs> and need somebody. No, not yep. now. The jaw? You look, you look over at Alder no, like, no. I'm going to give it a try. Save it for later. <laughs> Put his whole head in Are my you mouth. Sure now's the time for the D- jaw? Don't bite that guy and suck his life force out. No, no, don't. What? You, you want don't. me to drain his No, life? no, for God's sakes, no. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, it goes back to Alder. You uh, so I'll look at the guy. I'm not going to try and make a diplomacy roll because that's not my thing. But it's like, we're not here to kill you. Because if I wanted to, you'd be dead. <laughs> and I'll put him down. Okay. Hey. But, like, you mean put him down on the ground or like put him down like a him. dog? <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's see what the listeners want. <laughs> Send $5 and you're to Alder, care of. We'll, we'll do it like they do in the piano bars where they the one side with the most money, that's what you get. <laughs> well, you know, Robin lives or not. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, that wasn't, the vote wasn't by much. Anyway, <laughs> so, the vote wasn't much, period. <laughs> <laughs> so who goes next? Uh, it goes back to me. What's hmm. Asherian going to do? Um, Asherian will join Father Becker in uh, raising his hands, kind of doing the, uh, raising the hands above the head, like the traditional, like, hey, we surrender kind of thing. But it's like, like, we love the kobolds. Kobolds <laughs> are our friends. Oh, those kobolds are we should, ra- we should rally. I still would like that file. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you you back away and look, or you, you're kind of away anyway. But you mm-hmm. try to look non menacing. Hey, them. What you doing, Mister Triple E? Uh, say, you know, I'll I'll put the sickle on my belt and be like, they're all telling the truth. We're not here to hurt you. If any of you are hurt, I would like to help. And lastly, Father Becker, what you gonna do? Everybody attack! <laughs> Kill them all! It's a ruse! <laughs> Unleash hell! Uh, you think you pirates are clever? We're cleverer. I say, okay, I'll, I'll start. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, actually, now I can't think what I'm actually doing. The, the flesh tastes better when there was a glimmer of hope to yeah, get away. I was going to say. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I'll, I'll kind of slowly approach and go, listen, all, all we wish to do is to find out what circumstances brought you here. Perhaps you can help us with what we're trying to do. And also, I don't know who this group is that you think I'm a part of, but I am not. And I'd sure like to find out more about um, about this group because um, I, I don't know what's going on. It's like, listen, 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 stay. That's close enough. That's close enough. Don't come. Don't you stay there. And they still have their weapons out, but they're not lunging to attack. Fine, um, fine. That's good because I'd take his head off. So we'll go ahead and drop out of initiative. Uh, the two over here, the one that Alder is picking up, the Father Becker, the one that you diplomatize, they kind of buddy up. You know, they, they move a little closer to each other. Uh, they let you guys approach fairly close. Um, but, you know, they want to, they're like, no, that's close enough. We'll, we'll talk there. Uh, so the one who got frightened, he runs away. Uh, but after a minute, uh, you know, not really a full minute, but after a moment, he sees uh, what's going on and slowly starts to bring his way back. So he's kind of cautiously approaching from the side. Runs away screaming and then runs back into frame, also screaming, being chased by something. <laughs> yeah. else. I'll, I'll, math at, I'll mouth at him like, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, Father Becker, the one that you diplomatized, he was the one that all along kind of seemed in charge anyway. Uh, so, he's the one doing the talking. He says, mm-hmm. first, first of all, explain, explain that. Explain what that means. Because we ran into a number of people wearing those same symbols, and they, they well, there were more of us before we ran into them. Where, where did you where did you find them? Here? In, yes, here in the wilderness. Recently? Yes. How many of them were there? About fifty. Fifty Ooh, of them wearing this wait. symbol. Well, I, I, well, I don't know if they all were wearing the symbol, but most of them, enough of them were. What did they say? We uh. Well, well, first they seemed nice. They were settlers. They said they they, they were looking for a, to make a home here in this land. They seemed nice enough. They they, they took us in, and uh, you know we were we were trying to make our way to the to, to the port, but uh, you know we were thirsty, and and as soon as we we let our guard down, that's when they set upon us, and well, they killed many of us. Most of the rest of us got away. Uh, we we ran north, and we, we were we were going to try to cut back around them and see if we could find another path to the port. But uh, then we ran into more of these dark lancers, and and well, I think you know the rest from there. And and, and now we're now we're all that's left. 
Huh. Did they have a settlement that you actually ran into their settlement or just a, a, a group of them roving about in the wilderness? No, no, they, they were they were still traveling. They, they said they were they were looking for a, a good spot to, to make a settlement. That's what that's what they said. Huh. And were they actually wearing symbols as, as I have on a chain around the neck or just some of them or uh, some? No, some the of them have some of them had the symbols. Uh, some of them had these they, uh, had, they had daggers and the symbols were on the daggers. Were there any priests among them that maybe used those symbols to cast spells? I mean, I, I didn't notice any spells being cast right away, but uh, now that you think of it, now that we think about it, uh, I'm surprised. Some of them did look like members of a clergy. Uh, we'd never really seen, uh, seen that symbol before, but uh, we, we were on another mission, so it slipped, our, slipped by us at first, but uh, it, it, they definitely killed a number of our group. It makes you feel better. I can definitely confirm. That's not his... As Ashiran gives uh, Father Becker a glance and is like, Mm-hmm. Gentle, gentlemen, it's complicated, but I assure you the Father is not interested in harming you. If anything, there might be a schism in the faith. What ship are you from? Uh, we're, we're, from the, we're from the Starling Phoenix. Is there Cap- Captain Clay, I imagine? She, our captain's a member of House Clay, Lady Lysander. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're representatives from Port Holbeck. We're, we're anxious to see her return safely, along with any crew we can find. We're trying to make our way to the port. Mm. We just came from there. Good, good. Maybe uh, we, we bring word. It's been many days now. We're hoping to get there in time. But uh, the pirates, some of the other pirate clans, plan to attack. Uh, about I think, that. I think you're a bit yeah. late. We were worried about that. We, we'd we hoped to make it to land long ago. But as you can tell, we've run into some problems. And in fact, you appearing uh, late as, by yourself as pirates may not be your best play. What do you mean? Uh, well, a lot of people were just killed by pirates, so three of them crawling out of the woods, maybe not your best play. So we're too late then. They've already attacked? Oh, yes. There's many we dead. Were, we were afraid of that. Like weeks ago. Like I said, we've run into a few troubles. Mm. Uh, we were supposed to have sailed much closer to the port, but, uh, but we didn't make it. Our, our captain, she's clever, that one. She managed to, she managed to outmaneuver a number of those lancers. They had, their, they had, them out, uh, they had skirmishers out, pickets. Uh, but we accidentally ran into the main force at one point and, uh, and uh, were forced to turn back to the shore. That's, uh, we were north of here a ways, and uh, that's, where we, uh, that's where we had to, She put us off on longboats and was going to, going to try to keep them busy for as long as possible, but they, they caught us before, before she could make way. When was the last time you saw the captain? The day of the battle, the day she... Both boats, uh, full of people. She put us off, and then she, she made battle there for, uh, there for some time. What's that time frame? I mean, how long ago? I believe it had just been over three weeks now. I, I, mm. We've kind of been running day and night. I, right I'm afraid we've lost a little bit of time, but uh, it's been weeks. Like I said, we watched from the, we, we watched from the shore. Uh, the damned Lancers, they did. They, they, they caught us just as we were getting here, just as we were going to send some of the boats back. Uh, that's, when the, that's when the captain, she, she, she made him pay for it. She did. She went out after him, but the second Lancer ship showed up, and that was just... That was too much. I'm afraid that she, she couldn't take them both on at once. Uh, we were already making our way south, uh, but we could still see. Two ships. That's a lot of seamen to handle at one time. I was... <laughs> well, you think... <laughs> I was thinking that it's got to happen sometimes. Also, just for the record, I think it's important that we say buggery. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> oh, you think that was a sight? You should have seen her last play. She called for some help. Oh, Damned sea serpent appeared out of nowhere and dragged that sloop down to the bottom. She oh summoned me? a sea serpent? Yeah. <laughs> Does hey. she routinely summon animals? Is she a druid of some kind? No, we always heard that she, uh, she had friends in the shepherds, but never seen that maneuver before. But I, I'm telling you, our captain, she's not one to be trifled with. Cool. Last time I saw her, she was headed north on the water. Uh, she was riding on the back of a, what do you, with a, a hippocampus. Hey, oh. then, do you still want to slay a sea monster? Um, not one aligned with parties we're trying to protect, I think. That seems like a bad idea. Was she headed towards any particular spot of land, or was she going to stay about the sea? No, she just took off north. That's all, that's all we saw. But our mission was south, so we, we immediately headed south to try to make our way to the port. Uh, I'll, I'll admit that we're, we, none of us were all that great at navigation, so our, our path wasn't as it should have been, and then we, then we ran into those, those damned settlers, and, and well, then we had to come back north, and we wasted several days just there, and then the Lancers got on our trail, and, and we, tried to, we tried to break free of them several times, but it's been day in and day out, tra- running from one band or the other. Uh, we were just, 
that we were trying to make our way back to the sea and see if we couldn't uh, get our bearings. And that's when the Lancers found us here just recently. And, and thankfully you took care of them, but I know there's more out here. Sounds like you've had a typical Faradin welcome. Well, let's just say there were two boat crews here when we began, and this is all that's left of us, just the three of us. So, like we said, typical Faradin welcome. Gentlemen, I'm, uh, I'm Lieutenant Alderbillet Smiley, Caliban Defense Force. Uh, this is Sergeant Shirian. Uh, this is my compatriots, Haytham and Father Becker. Who, what, what's your names, lads? Uh, I'm, I'm Eakin, Eakin Darkeye, master's mate from the, well, was the, the Starling Phoenix, but uh, I'm afraid she's, she's sunk north of here as well. Uh, this is my good friend Garvel, and uh, this over here is, is Sardak. They're, they're both good lads from the crew. When was the last time you ate? Uh, a proper meal? It's been some time. Let's uh, let's take a moment, bust out some rations, and we'll let me and my compatriots talk about what happens next. And are any of you hurt at all? I take a couple of tools oh, yeah. out of the... You don't even need to ask them. Like, they're visibly... I mean, they took damage in the battle. They've been battling for a while. They're fatigued. Uh, uh, so, yeah, they're in rough shape. Companions, I've got a few spells left, too, I could theoretically use to assist. At this point, mm-hmm. their demeanor seems better. They're still not completely at ease, but they also don't look ready to bolt at any moment. I actually, can heal them every 10 minutes. Actually, are we oh. all hurt? Well, you should. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Alder. Are you going to pop a channel finally? I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I wiped my character sheet down after last fight. I know I have damage. I just don't remember how much. Well, I, uh, I have it recorded for me. <laughs> so, if only there's a way for me to roll back the tape. I guess for the interest of, uh, I was hoping to actually like bust out the full effect of the feat on you because you took the most damage. Uh, suffice to say, every 10 minutes, I can heal you for 2d8 damage. I, mean, I know I at least took half damage. I mean, like, yeah. I was getting a lot of healing. I was also getting a lot of ass whooping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. as much, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Father, are you going to bust out any heals? Or? Well, I'll tell you what I can do. Um, I mean, if you can heal for every 10 minutes, if we're not in a super hurry, that may not be a, that may be the best use of it. I can burn mm. a my last second level uh, spell, and I could actually heal everyone for 2d8. Seeing That'd Father be a Becker an hour for me. cast a good spell might not be the worst for their demeanor. It'll be uh, my yeah. last of the second level healings for the day. Let's do it, because that'll get everybody, and then you can clean up whatever's left. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. That's one of those feats I took, though, is that instead of it, and it always took 10 minutes to do. One of the feats I took made that out of combat healing recovery you're only immune to it for 10 minutes and the 10 minutes is from the time i start the heal yeah basically start the healing so it it basically means every 10 minutes i can heal you for 2d8 because of the assurance feed so he's healing mcheel face yep may i mention finally <laughs> that's actually 2d10 Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there we go. Uh, All right, good. So for diplomatic purposes, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, by the way, though, I like this every ten minutes thing. That sounds mm-hmm. like uh, me too. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. That's our bugger. Right. That's our bugger this account. Is two and ones. There's going to be trouble. Uh, oh well, it's oh, a one in the ten. So exactly. Uh, so that's eleven points that uh, everybody gets back. Is it just two d eight? Is it not? It's it's um, well, I've heightened it. Uh, so it's normally one d eight um, for the three. Um, Three casting version, the one that makes yeah, it a thirty-foot emanation. Okay. Yeah, it's the two-action one that gets the the extra bomb. Yeah, yeah that's okay. it. But this mm-hmm. gets everybody. So theoretically, in this case, that hit uh, well, all of us. Yeah, it hit everybody. So that's the extra three people. So so like while that's going on, like he'll heal. We'll bust out some rations for him. Haytham's going around like checking on people, like bandaging them up. Ashirian will be going around gathering some uh, sticks and uh, stones. Uh, Al is gonna go check bodies for okay. shinies. I assume we we won't just roll it out. We'll just say, however long. Yeah, no, it no, takes. no. You, you, we, we're gonna have a little time here. So I just you heal them the up. Insurance thing. People will be at uh, at full hit points here in just a little bit. Uh, so you go check bodies. Uh, once again, nothing of interest here. They all have their their weapons and some basic armor, but there's nothing magical there. Uh, but you definitely see the markings of pirates more so than you did before. Um, and the the guy whose head you smashed. He was wearing uh, officers' outfits from House Clay, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, and really, say outfit. It's just actually the the coat, plus a magical silver helmet, but uh, with wings on the sides. But yeah, but you smashed, that. smashed it. Yeah, so sorry, I guess, uh, it's gone now. It was a fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll cut like so. A uniform like that would have like 
an insignia or an officer rank. Mm-hmm. He had the epaulets on. Yeah, I'm cutting those off. Okay. I mean, you can take the whole coat if you want. But... No. Okay. No. Hey, does does anybody have studded leather though? Um, yeah, one of them. One of them has studded leather. Alder will pack that up in a backpack. Okay. And they all have tattoos. The Dark Lancers have tattoos, um, so you can identify them all as black or as Dark Lancers. So. Going to cut off their tattoos and yeah, no grim scalping. But like by himself, Alder's like, nah, these ain't no proper offices. All right. Uh, well, the guys definitely appreciate your efforts. Uh, once again, they're they're pretty much at ease now. Um, although you can still see they they keep a close eye on you guys, but uh, they've definitely you know they sat down to eat. They've said thank you. Uh, you know they, they look exhausted still, but and. Um, uh, we can uh, assume that you, through various uses of it, you have healed us uh, all at various times back yeah. up to full. Yeah, I mean, we'll give it a little bit of time, but you guys are going to have enough time here okay. to have done that. And in terms of looting bodies for treasure, no hidden gems in you know in the butt cheeks. Uh, or you find nothing. It, it was a it was a sure force put there hastily. Yeah. Um, so if you guys need some mundane items, they had a few supplies with them and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah. Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey, broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. We return again to our Divine series, taking a look at the gods that make up our pantheon. Today we delve into the evil end of the spectrum with the evil demon Sarush. Sarush was a demon lord before the gods were servitor to an old god whose name has been lost to time. We do know that during the God's War, Sarush betrayed his divine patron and became a general to Asmodeus, using his new position to capture divinity from the one he once worshipped. Few follow his path, and those that do walk a fine line between their nature and their fealty to Asmodeus. Although he was a great leader in battle, Asmodeus now has little use for such skills and abhors chaos. As such, Sarush is kept on a short leash, and is mostly used to keep chaotic evil mortals in line. Sarush chafes under this arrangement, but is yet to act directly against those who dare hold his leash. And now you know the rest of Divine History. I'll have a McGinty's. I'll have a McGinty's. I will take a McGinty's. Ah, for sure, I'll have a McGinty's. The only thing finer than this whiskey are the friends you shared with. McGinty's Dwarven Whiskey for the finer things in life. Here's what I think, gentlemen. We need at least one of them to help find her. Uh, why don't we dangle that the other two can take a letter of marquee we'll give? Uh, if they just show up at the port by themselves, they'll probably end up on a gibbet. Uh, if we send a letter, though... Would it... Um... <clears throat> Would it be worth it to see if we can convince all of them? Well, possibly. I mean, uh, the more the merrier as far as um, when we get into trouble. You're, uh, you're a honey word, man, so... Would you like me to uh, give it a shot? Although I might, uh, with this thing around my neck, that may... Well, you know what? They need to learn that that, uh, that my god, uh, whoever that person may be <laughs> or entity may be, is, is, a, is a god worth um, worshipping and not being feared, unless they're against me, in which case it should be feared. Now that I've made that clear, I'll go talk to him. Maybe oh. don't mention you don't actually know who this god is. Oh, don't worry, Al. Well, <laughs> I would keep that unblocking key. Yes, well, you know, for for many weeks now, I've been <laughs> pretending that I know everything that's going on, so yes. Hold on. A gibbet? Yeah. What? <laughs> the thing you hang pirates from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have never heard of that. Well, how long have you been in the Navy? Never. Well, there you go. <laughs> they they hang them from it, so then they leave the bodies up. That's so that they uh, are a warning to other pirates that this is not a place that tolerates their nastiness. Oh, there's an official title for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's called. Oh, uh, oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, okay. That's the first thing you need to know about the Navy is they have a word for everything. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, In fact, we have 37 words for hanging <laughs> pirates. It's <laughs> ah. one of their favorite things to do. Is okay. They all end in we. <laughs> 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 Well, I'll, I'll uh, go over to them, and uh, if anybody else wants to, you know, stick around and, you know, nod reassuringly or add your words of wisdom to mine to produce some sort of bonus, uh, feel free. Is this where I sit on the rock and start sharpening my sword on the rock? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shh. So, 
gentlemen, I hope uh, that uh, now that we've had some time and we've shared some meals and some healing and such, that you are um, confident that we uh, are not um, your enemies in this regard and that we share a common goal, uh, which would be to see that your captain uh, is, uh, is able to return safe and sound. Um, we, that, that wasn't our mission. We were supposed to get to the port and warn him of the attack, but right. it sounds like we failed. You have, uh, admittedly. Badly. And if you go to the port now, um, given the current sentiments against pirates, mm, it might not be Wait, a positive outcome the, for you. The port's still there. Oh, yes, we repelled the pirates. The, not without great loss of life, but indeed the pirates failed. I mean, they genuinely look stunned at this information. They're like, you, well, well, surely you can't be kidding. Oh, no, no we're we, most serious. Yes, we uh, sailed out there and exploded one of their ships. Yes, actually, two of them. Well, I mean, we exploded two yeah, ships, but one of them was theirs. You're right. Yes, right, right. Yes, so, uh, wait, you, you did personally. Yeah. Uh, yes. Fact, yes. I well, mixed I, the concoction and lit the fuse, and Olda sailed the boat, and it was a collaborative effort. Well, I, I find, I, I must admit, I find that all very fascinating and a bit unbelievable. That's a, that was quite the force they had gathered. Port Holbeck didn't seem, to, didn't seem ready enough for an attack of that sort. The, the, your, I your say ready. Well, yeah. I mean, again, there was great loss of life, but you underestimate the denizens and the leadership of Port Holbeck at your peril. <laughs> for, for fortunately, so did, uh, so did the horses, the ogres, and those damned lances. Also, the Church of Asmodeus has a vested interest in the port now. now. At that point, like their face almost goes pale. They're like, oh. Yes, as a matter of fact, all those pirates that attacked sort of made an enemy of the Church of Asmodeus, in a way, manner of speaking. Gentlemen, the real question is, since you seem to know, why were they attacking the port? <sighs> we sort of know, but uh, the truth is we don't know why they're doing it. We, we know there's a, well, what is, what's the word you used earlier? Schism? Yes. Uh, it's, it's something of the sort. Uh, we're, at this point, we're calling it a war. The, the ogres, the, the horses, and the dark lances, they, uh, they, they decided to, to attack Port Hallback. They said it, it belonged to them and that they wanted to take it back. And, uh, well, Wait, what? they tried to convince all the pirates to unite against him, but, but House Clay was dead set against it. So, you know, the race, the prophets, they're on our side, of course. Oddly enough, the shepherds decided to remain neutral. Uh, so far, it's mostly been House Clay fighting against them, but there's been, there's been plenty of war at sea these days. Uh, when we found out that they were massing to actually make the attack, well, that's when our captain, that's when she broke free and headed straight this way. She said we needed to warn them. Who is the head of Klaus Clayet currently? Well, obviously, uh, you know, we still call her the queen, you know. Mm -hmm. Everybody always gets that one wrong. She's still the queen to us, even though there's no, she doesn't rule over the entire fleets anymore. Uh, but Kala Real, she's the, she's still the queen. She's still the leader of House Clay. Alder knows this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she is the daughter of. Did you just say cowardly owl? No, <laughs> I was about to say. Did you seriously just rip that? That's no, cowardly lion. Cowardly. Oh. No, Calarial. It's one word. Oh, okay. Calarial. Like if if anyone catches like Alder, kind of smiles a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, so. You you could wander around in the wilderness, as you've probably noticed, which is a terribly, terribly dangerous place. Your numbers are greatly diminished. You could wander back to port if you could make it, and there you might find that the reception would not be very uh, welcoming uh, because of your background. Here's another option, though. Why not join with us and assist us in tracking down your captain and rendering her aid? Uh, there is strength in numbers. He looks at you and goes, Points kind of at your holy symbol again. Because what about those settlers? What do you know about them? Why'd they attack us? And to tell you the truth, um, I don't know about them. And I want to learn more because, again, I think that they're... Well, you've got a war with pirates. Uh, I think uh, the characterization of a schism in the church is probably um, apt. They're not, um, they're, they're not people that I'm associated with, but I need to learn more about them. There's a very small faction in the church that's a good person. Just a small one. Just a small faction. <laughs> it's a very well, small I mean, faction. I think it's, a, it's a very effective couldn't, faction. Couldn't really a, put a number on it. Someone, but uh, maybe a handsome faction. And they're still out there somewhere. Well, we'd like to avoid them for now because we have our own mission, which is to return your captain safely to port. Also, we can't head straight back Wait. to Port Holbeck yet. But how did, how did you know our captain was here? 
let's just say she has family that's vested in seeing her safely returned. At this point, they really, they, it's that shocked silence, and they each kind of give each other a lot of the glances, and they look back and forth, and the one guy finally says, okay, what do you know? How could you possibly know that? Well, let's just say her father and us are close. Her father? Mm-hmm. Now they, the, the look on their faces, once again, they put these glances, but instead of knowing glances, now they're very confused. Have we revealed too much? Gentlemen, you know some of on your side what's going on. We know some of what our side is going on. However, in the name of the goddess of the sea who no longer breathes, I solemnly swear we are trying to return your captain to safety. And I assure you, this wilderness is death. Well, that much so far has proven to be true. Uh, You know, there's more Lancers out there. This isn't all of them. They've been looking for us the whole time. That's fine. At this point, we were just hoping to survive and... Most of us haven't. Well, now you're going to do a little more than that. In fact, I think payback's a little in order. How do you intend to find her? I'm looking at you. <laughs> Captain! Captain! Where uh, are you? Honest, we don't know where we should go. This wasn't part of the plan. Well, it, but if you're here, when we find her, she might be more willing to listen to us. I suppose that makes sense. Uh, but again, we've got a search pattern. We're going to try to engage. Uh, based off where you've shown us the shipwreck, we can try to come up with coordinates. And consider we can't go back to Port Holbeck yet. We have someone to find. And should you come with us and return with us, the heroes of Port Holbeck, as we've been called, not to toot my own horn, you might be looked on a little bit more favorably. The guy looks at you, and then this time there's a little bit of wonder on their face. They say, wait, you guys were, were, you guys were in the battle? Yes. I just told yeah. you I blew up a ship. I believe you mentioned that, yes. Yeah. I like mentioning it. <laughs> They kind of give you like the you know the the knowing nod like oh okay yeah yeah all right. Um, Let's say there was a total number of kobolds. We took it out by about twenty five percent. So they did use the kobolds. Mm, yes, ineffectively. That wasn't. Uh, we'd heard that, but uh, we didn't know if that was true. Oh, it's true. And meets back on the menu. In fact, our father and the moniker Kobold Slayer. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? What can I say? I smirk. Uh, very effective in that. We can, uh, if you're going to find the captain, we'll go with you. It seems like our mission is irrelevant anymore. Maybe it was never necessary at all. It's your, quite the development. Your best chance of having a new life, coming with us. Your best chance of getting back to the sea, coming with us. Well, that's what we want at this point. So, okay, we'll go with you, but... Uh, Grab what weapons and armor you need off the dead and we'll make ready to go. Uh, they pick up something, especially the mundane items, because they at this point all of them had lost their packs or mm-hmm. ditched them at some point. So they pick up a few things like that, but nothing crazy. Um, Asherian will go over and um, will be uh, hacking down a, a small tree and will, using his hatchet, and will carve out a, a cross and use the stones for the one uh, guy of their crew that did die there at the beach, and he will make a little a little cross and use stones to hold it up. They actually want to return him to the sea. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's very offensive. <laughs> no, no, actually, they, they, they want to, uh, like, you know, the, the other pirates, them they want to leave. They want to line them up and leave them because that's, for them, that's very disrespectful. But their friend, they want to return him to the sea. Asherian wasn't burying the guy. He oh, was really? just making a mark. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, but Alder will help them return him, like drag him to the, the sea. Like, are they on the beach or is there like a cliff? Yeah, or? you guys are pretty much near the beach. So, yeah. I mean, a couple of you could pick him up and ceremoniously, you know, get him to mm-hmm. get him out into the water without too much trouble. Uh, as, as you're doing that, the one, the master's mate, Econ, he, uh, he looks at and he's like, you seem to know a lot about our ways. How is that? I've, uh, I've lived my life on the sea. And Caliban and the pirates are not necessarily enemies. He's, oh, you're from Caliban, eh? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a lieutenant in the defense force there. Really? Huh. Very interesting. I've been to Caliban many times. Mm-hmm. But uh, the treaty relies heavily on House Clay. So it is in our best interest to work together. He does raise the eyebrow when you mention the treaty. Mm-hmm. So he says, as you know, the body slowly gets pulled back out by the undertow, uh, you know, they all kind of mutter some prayers under their breaths and say their goodbyes. Uh, he looks at it and he says, the sea thanks you for that one. She always get back what she gives. Come on, gentlemen, we've got to get, we've got to cover ground. I would like um, one thing. I would like to do just before we take off is we were given a map, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. I'd like to take the map and unfurl it on a rock or something like that, and ask those gentlemen to come over and say, 
could you indicate on this map, and I realize you don't necessarily know exactly, but in the general area in which you encountered uh, that, uh, that group that uh, bore these symbols? Okay, so you roll out the map, and indeed they do. They, they point out. So it's just east of here. Pretty much it's going to be the, the eastern tip of that southern end of Faradon. So it's, as you go around that horn, so to speak, that's where the shipwrecks are, and you guys aren't far from that. Uh, it was west of here, pretty much just the area where you guys came through where they originally ran into the settlers. It was a little over a day's journey back, but that's where they ran into them. And to the point where when they describe it, you remember some of the landmarks, right? Well, you remember going by that. And they were there. And they said then they ran kind of straight north, trying to, to meet the sea where it comes there. And that's where they ran into a group of dark lancers. So then they cut away. And they've pretty much been running since then, bouncing back around, trying to maneuver, to the point where they were actually a little lost. And the reason they made their way back to the sea is because they knew if they head south, they'd eventually find the sea and get their bearings again, which is what they did when they ran on uh, into some more dark lancers on the beach waiting for them. They were running uh, back west away from them, and that's when they ran into you guys. So um, I asked them, okay, thank you. Now, if you had to guess, based upon the direction that they were traveling, if, if those settlers didn't stay where they were, where do you where do you think, what direction were they going? Pretty certain they're heading north. North from about this point? Uh, from where they were, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's okay. what they said. Some of them set out after us, and I don't know if they're still looking for us or not. We haven't seen them in, in well, honestly, over a week. But uh, they must not have given very thorough chase, so... Well, they did for many days, uh, but they said they were heading north, and that's when we ran into them. They were—I mean—they were moving. They were heading north. Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. uh, they stopped. Uh, they stopped for a noon, uh, a midday break with us, is what they said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, everything seemed in line. There was there was families. There were there were children. They all seemed uh, just fine. <sighs> what, what's uh, why, what's wrong with the children? Of the fifty, about how many were children? I, do. I mean, there's many of different ages. Some of them were, you know, lads, but they were young lads. Uh, I don't know, maybe eight or nine of them uh, still children, several, uh, several of them young boys and ladies. And we, we ran into cultists. Uh, and cultists? They, and they were sacrificing children. We were concerned. <clears throat> but I don't think they're related to that group. I don't know. I know they had those vicious daggers and they set upon us and... Not more than a few of us fell to those daggers before we made our way. Mm. I thought we were told the cult is we found were displaying I, themselves as settlers. Hold on, Sean's mad at me. Yeah, we, uh, you lads are great. Um, I need to talk to my companions for just a moment. Uh, I mean, they're a little suspicious about it, but they don't do anything yeah. in particular. So here's the, well, okay, so we'll go over here. Sidebar, yeah. You, you do the movie thing where you step two feet away and pretend they can't hear you? Yeah. I'll throw some rations the other way, so we don't go running after them. Then. We don't have so many of those. Yeah, well, I know, but we got to talk about it, gentlemen. Um, the obviously our mission is very important to find the captain, but this appears to be another sacrificial expedition. It looks like they're doing exactly what the other group is. They're going to one of the places of power and attempt to enact that ritual. We know from what we've learned from those uh, unholy, that unholy book, that if they manage to do this a number of times successfully, um, they're going to accomplish their goal. Based off the location, is, is based off what we know about where they're heading, are they going to a ghostal tower? Um, not directly. You, if they headed straight north, they would miss the, the, the easternmost ghostal tower by quite a bit. If they head straight north, they're going to run into the inland sea. Uh, but where they're going from there, it, it, you know, it's hard to say. The, the, the problem is, is that we know the ghostal towers are locations, but we don't necessarily, if I, and maybe I'm misremembering something, there are a number of the locations that are, that are places of power, but they're not all necessarily occupied by, by the ghostal towers. No, there, right? there are more places of power than just those three right. that were marked. Right. Um, but those, those were the three that you've been to. It, so... A, we've uh, first we've got uh, the potential of the ritual being enacted, which will it's one towards their goal of bringing him back. The second problem is there are children that could be sacrificed here. I almost think that our moral duty to try to stop this. Uh, I mean, it's save children and stop the beginning of the end of the world. Who's got the best survival? Uh, Father plus seven. Father Becker plus, plus eight. eight. All right, based off what we know, how far are we from the farthest coastal tower? The closest coastal tower? 
I mean, you guys are well over 100 miles away. Basically, like what Alder wants the math for is how fast can a group of people get to that Gosal Tower? Like, at a normal pace versus us who maybe can hustle to the beach. But they're probably not going to that ghost tower. They're probably going to a different location. But they be but if they're going to the closest, like if they're going to a farther one, that gives us time to catch so up. It depends on the pace they're setting. Yeah. But they, uh, from where you guys are now, uh, a group of settlers, you know, 50 people with children. I mean, you're looking at a week and a half to two weeks journey, um, you know, unless they're doing something crazy. How fast do we think we can get to the, where the shipwreck is and then back? Uh, right. You could probably get to the shipwreck by evening. It'd be a day or two of some hot hustle, but we could catch up. Well, don't forget they they either had to split for a detachment or they all stopped and chased these pirates here. So that means that they either um, set off a small split group and that group had to rendezvous with them at some point, which would once again slow them down even more. <sighs> Damn it, you're right. 50 people move slower than than half a dozen um Skilled combatants. So, what you guys are kind of standing off the side talking, and the, the three of them are, you know, just kind of eyeing you guys warily. And uh, one of the other guys, Sardek, he's the mm-hmm. one of the lads there. He's the youngest of the group. He's like, "Say, did you all know them? Know who? The settlers. They had to have come from the port, right? So you know them. We have been engaged in exploration. We don't know that many people in the port. We've spent a bloody total of maybe two and a half weeks in there, and most of that was after the battle, so... But they had to have come in there, right? Uh, oh, they had to... They, I don't know how you'd arrive here otherwise, and well, that's what in I'm your thinking, case. so you guys had to have seen them, right? Well... Describe what some of them look like. Uh, yeah, and they, they do. They kind of give you a basic description of the groups and so on and so forth. None of you did see, yeah. a, a, you know, a group uh, matching any of this description. I mean, 50 people in Port Holbeck... I mean, hell, 50 people up and leaving yeah. would have been something that would have been very noticeable. Well, and Alder spent a good chunk of those weeks doing record keeping and mm-hmm. reading and like, and well, that, yeah, there was no mention of this group. If that's the case, then that's implying that it was another group that came to the continent from a different location. That they dropped some people off, maybe, and forged yeah. their way into the wilderness? I mean, you gentlemen didn't arrive at Port Holbuck. No, we we had to come in here. You know, you go down much further in the cliffs, it's hard to... It's hard to put off. That's why the, the captain made for this spot. It's hard, but it's not impossible to get Faridan through another means. Uh, but no, I don't believe those people did come through Port Hallback. Couldn't have, now that you all... Now we talk it out. Yeah, I mean, we, that would have been a scene. Correct. <laughs> so they arrived from arrived from somewhere and started making their way into the wilderness. Perhaps it was roughly south of here if they've been traveling north this entire time. I tend to think they're not going to one of the ghostal towers. I tend to think they're probably looking for a different place of power. I guess the question is, how easily can we track 50 people through the wilderness if they were went through a week ago? If they stay together, actually not hard. Right. Time is an issue, though. Do we believe there's anything to be gained from the shipwreck? We have no point of direction to follow her. It might be the only clues we can find. Well, it's, our, it's our best lead. Um. Well, if we're trying to... If, if, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. If you're not me to talk over you. If we're trying to track a group, they would, um, especially larger groups, typically they'll want to stay in a near locations that are easy to to rest at, such as they'll stay near rivers or find banquets, things like that, because that gives them easy access towards water or places where there's easy access to food. Because the larger groups of people, they don't want to be stopping out in random bits of forest because that causes more problems than it does good. And without pack animals or cots, they're only as fast as their slowest people, which are children. Mm-hmm. So I think we could catch up if we needed to. If the if the shipwreck is only half a day away, we don't lose that much time if we go there, hustle, go there, and then um, and then try to come back to the spot, and then we we could split up. Aren't both locate? Aren't basically both north of us? No, once to the now east. you got to head east to get to the shipwreck. Now, once oh. you get there, there's really no place left to go other than north and then back in west as you follow along what eventually becomes the inland sea. I mean, I could go there by myself, see what I can find. I don't That's, think it's a good idea. That seems like a short detour, though. I mean, they these cultists probably move with 50 people and children half our speed. Can we see the map again? Yeah. Richard, to clarify something, too. Whenever we, in the tome that we found, in, in the notes that we found, um, 
Do we recall? I mean, we sketched it out. Were there any other places of power? Places of power that were correspond roughly to this geographic area. So, like, here's Pern Hallbeck. Your Gulfstream Towers were like here, here, and here, right? Mm-hmm. Which one did did we find the cultists at the first time? Uh, that was all the way in the west. Hmm. Remember that you guys came down, cut across the coast, and back into to Port Holbeck. So you guys are now all the way over into here. So once you get to the the, the Horn, you'd have to you know you can cut back this way, and and come back in. Now most of the places of power, that, as far as you know, beyond these three, were further in. So these are the so the closest one is going to be this east eastern Gosel Tower. Now these hills here. Um, these really aren't mountains, so to speak, although there's a couple of pretty tall peaks. These are kind of the end of the mountain range. But yeah, once you get into here, this is all inland sea, which you guys know from history was supposedly filled by monsters. Like even even when the Golden Age of Faradon, even they didn't go in there because it was just too prime uh, so, habitat for, for sea monsters. So where is the shipwreck that we're trying to it's get It's right out here on the Horn. Very too. And um, according to what our... Uh, House Clay friends say, where did they last see the cultists in the direction they were heading? Somewhere here, and they were headed north. So here, so they were heading towards the hill. They were heading towards the hill. Like, then you got a Gosel Tower somewhere right over in here. They'll have to bypass that those mountain ranges, so that'll buy us time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we spend a good couple of days hustle, I think we could catch up. If we run interdiction, though, if we go along the northernmost part of the shore, we can cut straight into the mount- mountains there, and we can try to cut them while they're in the mountains, because if they're traveling even slower, they'll probably be stuck in they'll the mountains for a long time. They'll probably bypass the mountains on the southwest, yep. well, Parti- particularly if we feel they are heading to the Gosel Tower. Either way, we're wasting time. Let's, uh, my vote is that we go to the uh, check out the shipwreck, learn what we can, but we make haste. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, don't don't stay around for too long. We need to get going. All right, our game plan then, gentlemen. We're heading to the beach. We're going to check out the shipwreck. The order of the day is quiet and fast. We avoid any engagements we can, try to avoid any fights. Unfortunately, we've gotten good at that in the last few weeks. That's excellent. Who take lead? I'll take lead. I'll I follow. I do want it noted that if we find any cool seashells along the way, I will be stopping to pick them up. By the seashore? That's right, since okay. we are by the seashore. Okay, so off you guys go. You're heading east at a, at a quick pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't take much time. Go ahead and give me some survival checks, and we'll see uh, how you guys do Do you want like a time. group one, or just everybody's individual uh, performance? Who, if you're leading, let's do yours. Okay. Yeah, that said, I will mention this. Uh, you know how, uh, hey guys, it's second edition of Pathfinder. You know what you have to get to get an assist these days? A 20. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, <laughs> sometimes it makes sense for people to, you know, when the numbers are low just to roll. Guide, roll. Guidance is so high. You guys can okay. all roll if you want. Yeah. I got a 16. It's <laughs> a nat one. Tw- 20. Na- uh, 20. 19. Also, I should mention that uh, when Asherian says that it, he'll follow, that's actually a military term for saying that he'll take the very back of the line. All right. So you're Roger. the rear guard? Mm-hmm. I think 20 is our highest. Okay. Asherian, uh, God our butt. And once again, it's not hard since you guys are on the, you know, you're already on the coastline. You know, you just follow the coastline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the coastline does kind of go in and out so you can cut some corners, so to speak. And you make pretty good time getting there. You get there uh, just as the sun is going down over the horizon. So you actually get this kind of a, you know, wonderful view. Oh, you know, that it's that twilight moment where the sun is kind of Vampires. trickling over the top of the, uh, uh, of the water. And it's just very beautiful seeing it out of there. And here are two very obvious and visible shipwrecks. Uh, one larger than the other. The smaller one doesn't look like it was wrecked so much as it looked like it was crushed. And the larger one is uh, obviously just sunk. And the, the ship is mostly intact, although you can tell many signs of battle. It's just sitting on the bottom. And unfortunately, where it's sitting, it's not deep enough for it to be completely submerged. You're still seeing you know, the very... Uh, tops of the of the of the aft of the ship and a few other pieces and obviously the mast. So like there it is. So at the at the edge of the tree line, quote unquote, mm-hmm. like we'll be looking at the shore to see if there's anybody walking around. Like oh I don't know large groups of dark lancer pirates. Uh, go and give me some more uh, survival checks. Perception. I'll let you do either or. Just tell me what you you used. I'm looking for pirates. Like right. Like, so perception for me. Same. Mm. How about a 26 survival? Okay. It could be perception, too, if you want it to be. I've got a... uh, It's going to be 22 perception is 
looking for him. Not as good as that. Okay. How did 19 end up being the low roll? No, I, I only got like a 16. Oh. No, 14. Oh, that's trash. I rolled like trash, yeah. Okay, so uh, the perceptions. There is nobody visible anywhere other than yourselves and the, the three raggedy pirates that you have with you uh, anywhere in the area. However, you do see plenty of signs that people have been here. Uh, Father Becker, your survival checks. So essentially you're looking at tracks and you can see that there have been tons of footprints on this beach. You can actually see where there have been several sets of boats pull up. Uh, you guess maybe six to eight, uh, maybe more if they used any, you know, the same areas. Once again, the tides come in and out since then. So it's washed a lot of the lower edge of it away. Uh, but you can definitely tell that at some point in time, there have been many people walking up and down this beach. Of course, the the raggedy pirates there, like you know, the other. Yeah, this, this is where this is it. This is where we put ashore. Uh, and indeed, you actually see washing down the side. There's some a lot of busted up wood where it looks like a couple of longboats. Um, you know, you can recognize the pieces and parts of them, but there's they're not boats anymore. They're just mm -hmm. pieces. Damn, the, these tracks will be useless. Uh, you do see them heading off in different directions, Father Becker. As you kind of look around and study them. Uh, with your expertise in survival, apparently. Apparently, yeah, you know. Um, Hello, wisdom. A number of them head straight off east. You see, uh, it looks like tracks that follow. You do see some, uh, or sorry, most of them headed off west, actually, although some of them did go up east. Some of them went straight north. Some of them followed off west, and there's more than one set of, you know, groups that went that way. I'll speak to the uh, to the pirates that are, have joined our side and say, now, when you, when you, when your group came, in what direction did you proceed from here? We went straight west, just back the way we came, almost almost identically. And so it kind of corresponds with yeah. what the, those sets of tracks that went that yeah, way. Yeah, you, you can definitely see that pretty much went yeah. that way. Do we get uh, do I get the impression that the uh, the, the, the boats that uh, that pulled up were um, you know longboats and dinghies and rowboats and things like that from the ships or from other? Yeah, ships they were they were longboats. Okay, you, you know you can't say from which ships for certain, mm -hmm. um, but. Is it worth it for us to go out and um, uh, look around these wrecks to see if there's anything salvageable and if there's any, anything we can learn? I doubt anything from the ship out in the bay that sunk, but possibly check the captain's, uh, captain's quarters, see if that, maybe she left a clue. You said she's clever, right? Oh, yes, the captain. She's a clever one. There's a good chance she might have doubled back, but then they might know they, she had doubled back. They point around the horn, because mm -hmm. you guys are kind of on that southeastern tip, and they point, she's like, she was headed off that way. That's when we last saw, and they kind of point, you know, like I said, north heading up that direction. All right, well, we're relying on luck, but let's go check out the quarters. Uh, it is also getting, it's getting late, right? It is getting late, yes. Yeah, like this might, it might not be a bad place to hold up for the night. Uh, yeah, uh, agreed, uh, yes, although we probably have to make sure there hasn't something else that's taken up residence in this thing while we're... Um... Yeah, whenever we... Uh... Oh, sea trolls, great. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Sharon's going to check and see if there's any, um, like, campfire kind of things like around like now obviously there we otherwise you would have said that there was obviously one lit but if there was one previously made or recent uh yes actually if you go just a, i say north but it's within sight of where you guys are uh you just get up off the beach there's a little clearing and at some point in time somebody's made camp here not within the last day or so but within the last few weeks okay. so so like Sharon would check the coals or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah going to first, you know, reach out his hand, check and see if there's the, any warmth in the area. No, they're, they're completely cold. And, and this mm -hmm. is just, you know, if you guys were looking to make camp, this is far enough up off the beach that it's going to be away from any tides and, you know, waves, uh, but close enough that you're still pretty much on the beach. It's a little bit of a natural clearing there, so it's a good, you know, even spot. We might and, be able to use the same spot. I'm yeah, just any, saying. Any tents gonna, or anything left there? Any what? Any tents or anything in, no, left there? No, there's nothing left there. Although you do see signs, you know, the grass is flattened. They, you know, a couple of small saplings and things have always been cut back and thrown out of the way. Uh, there is actually a little bit of wood left there. It looks like somebody gathered firewood and didn't use all of it. But so this is an obvious campsite. But there's nothing left there that's particularly useful. Okay, maybe we should just camp for the night. Yes, yeah. let's uh, let's go ahead, gentlemen. I'll take first watch. Uh, and then, like, there's enough of us that, like, an hour watch each, pretty much. But at no point during their watch will all there be asleep. Okay. I would also recommend that we do get uh, get up early in the morning so that way we can uh, navigate across there. Uh, we don't want to spend too much time of, of the day exploring this. So, so the you, guys are, you guys are going to go ahead and camp for the night? Yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll just head out in the morning. 
Pass the out. earlier we can Thanks, start, Ethan. the better. Yeah, yes. rise early, get going. You guys are on time crunch. Pref- I got preferably that. before the sun rises. As soon as we get our hands on a Shirion's rum, then we'll I'll go pass out week. some dark vision elixirs. Like, here you go. You're taking first watch. Oh, you know, you might be pass. helpful. Thank you. I will need this. You see in the dark. So off to sleep, you guys go. Oh, well You've got done. your watches set. And, uh, you know, for the most part, everything goes okay. I'm not going to say that you rest overly easy, but uh, at the same time, nothing particular happens until it's near morning and Assyrian, you are on watch. Everyone else is sound asleep as they trust you as one of the most experienced veterans in the group. Coffee. As you're alone with your <laughs> thoughts early in the morning, a ghostly figure materializes in the middle of the camp. It's a figure that visits you often. There stands in front of you is your old friend, Entheo, looking at you with sad eyes. After a moment, he speaks. Hello, old friend. I hoped it wouldn't come to this, but I see now that it always had to be you. Who else could stop me? For what it's worth, I am sorry. And after a brief pause, you realize too late that the figure before you has become fully materialized and is now holding a dagger, a dagger that you have seen before. As uh, you leap to your feet, you watch as the dagger sinks into the neck of Econ Darkeye, and the image of your friend again turns ghostly and fades away, the whole time staring at you with sadness in his eyes. You run over to the side and you realize that all three pirates are dead, killed with the same kind of dagger. You stand there for a moment, and uh, your alert has awakened everybody else, and the rest of the party jumps to their feet just in time to watch negative energy being pulled from the land around you as it flows into the dagger still in the bodies of those pirates. It's a curious spectacle, fascinating really. Just as you wonder more about these magic daggers and what is happening, the eyes on all three bodies open, but where once were human eyes, now blaze orbs of negative energy. And we're going to roll initiative as we start the next episode of The Adventurer's Vault. Here we go again. Here we go again. I swear to God, you pulled that card. Damn it, Gavin, your backstory is fucking us! (laughs)